10.06. I'm Mike Boyle. This is The Restaurant Show. Me to Luis Gonzalez producing the show a little bit nervous uh, because usually when he says cheeseburger in paradise, yeah, a big hunk of meat, that's when I come on. But you know what happened before I fired up my mic? I had to sneeze. All right, 303-696-1971, 303-696-1971. You know, I've got a nice gift certificate to give away today. And you know why I have it? Because the last few weeks after football season got started, college and pro, we've been having some fun, letting you call in, letting you pick a team. And if you pick the team, and if there were multiple people that picked that team through calls, I'd do an eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Well, last week we did one for the first hour, and some people picked Washington to beat the Broncos. All right, sadly that occurred. In the second hour, I said, you know what, I'll give another gift certificate, $50 to Trestles Coastal Cuisine for the same exact contest. Well, a couple of people picked Washington to beat the Broncos. Sadly, they did. On Monday, I placed calls to the winners because we like to make it easy here on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. I call you up. You give me your mailing address. I mail the gift certificate out. You don't have to go to the station. I know you're busy. It's a little inconvenient. There's a lot of traffic. No response from either winner. So I've got a nice $50 gift certificate to Trestles Coastal Cuisine. I stopped by there this week and saw Jose and Mimi Espinosa. Wonderful, wonderful people. And you know what? I'm going to give that away in this hour. Now, the Broncos kick off at 11. I've been told in the radio business many years ago, you never mention an alternative to your show. Well, you know what? The Broncos are a formidable opponent for a radio show, a television show, an event, whatever it happens to be. So you've got from now until 11, I will take two calls. One, the first call, gets to pick who they think will win, the Broncos or the Dolphins. The second call will get the team not selected by the first caller. Yes, you need to go on the air. Yes, the contest will end at 11 o'clock. I can't run the contest on into the game. That'll tell you who's going to win or who's doing well or who's scoring a lot of points. So 303-696-1971. First one to call is the first one on. And you can't just say, Broncos, Dolphins. You got to say, you know what, Mike? I think that this team is going to win. And by the way, I went to a nice restaurant. I read a book. I saw something good on television. I got a great, great suggestion last week from Fred up in Longmont suggesting a television show. And I watched it and I absolutely loved it. So it can be anything because it's the restaurant travel, movies, books, sports, or whatever we feel like talking about show. 303-696-1971. And by the way, Luis Gonzalez, producing the show and who will take your call, will be the sole arbiter of whether or not you contributed to the show. 303-696-1971. We've got time for two calls on the restaurant show. All right, 
15 minutes after 10 o'clock here on Sunday, September 24th. Happy to have you aboard the first real full day of spring because spring actually kicked in yesterday after midnight a little bit. So uh, let's call this the first full day of fall. Did I see spring? Fall to uh, have you thought about where you're going to go for the fall colors yet? I shared some of that information, some of that advice yesterday. 303-696-1971. On the contest on my show in Colorado Springs yesterday morning, 10 to 1, I did the same football contest with the CU Oregon game. And um, I think that after watching the game, after I got off the air yesterday afternoon, uh, maybe it's time to pump the brakes a little bit on uh, plans to attend the college football championship sometime in early January if you are planning on watching the Colorado Buffaloes. Hey, you know what? 3-0 and is a nice start. You know, they won one game last year, but they ran into a buzzsaw yesterday. Oregon was number 10. This week, number five, USC is coming into Folsom Field. And if you watch the game, Oregon pretty much, Oregon has averaged 58 points for their first three games. They were 3-0. and They scored 42 against the Buffs. And I think that if you are objective, you would say that Oregon could have hung 58 or more on the Buffs yesterday. They're a very good team. And now when you start getting into the ones, twos, fives, tens, you are getting into rarefied air. You're getting into where teams are dramatically better than maybe the number 19 team, like the Colorado Buffaloes, the 20, 21st, 25th team. So anyway, but Doug in Colorado Springs, about 60% of the people that got into the contest yesterday, and we had a lot of them because we did it via email, about 60% of them selected Colorado. So obviously, I was able to eliminate those. The people that picked Oregon, regardless of who they wanted to win, uh, about 40%, a little less than 40%. Doug in Colorado Springs selected Oregon. And when I did an eeny, meeny, miny, mo, I landed on his name. And I'm sitting here looking at an envelope from the Mike Boyle restaurant show, addressed to a snail mail address, stamp applied, and inside is a $25 gift certificate to the airplane restaurant, wonderful restaurant, a $25 gift certificate to the Black Eyed Pea, and two Jersey Mike sub sandwich cards. So about a $70, $75 value. That will be in the mail to Doug later today. All right, let's go out to J.D., in Wheat Ridge. And uh, since JD is the first caller, let's get him on. Let's see if he can not only pick a team, but contribute to the show. JD, welcome to the show. Happy Sunday. Hey, happy Sunday. How's it going? I'm having a great day. Don't screw it up, okay? <laughs> All right, I'll try my best. Trying, just kidding. I'm just having some fun. That's my sense of humor, <laughs> JD. Why do you call yourself JD? Well, my first name is John, and my second name or my middle name is David. So my parents kind of named me that originally specifically to call me JD, so I've called myself that my whole life. 
Okay. All right. That's good. I like, and I, and I like nicknames. You know, when people say, are you Mike or Michael? I'm Mike. You know, I, <laughs> do you feel like you're more of a JD than a John? I almost wouldn't even respond to John. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. I wouldn't so, know who they were talking to. All right. Well, good. So are, uh, who do you think, are, are you a little bit surprised, a little bit disappointed? Uh, did you think that the Broncos might get off to a little bit better start? Uh, you know, they've lost two games. Somebody said, well, you know, they've only lost two games by three points. I, look in the loss column and see where those games fall. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, they can get on track a little bit. Well, who, who are you liking for today? Yeah, well, unfortunately, when you look at the loss column, it doesn't tell you how many points they lost by. It really doesn't matter. So, unfortunately, I, I hate to say it, but I got to say I got to go with the Dolphins today. Well, I'll tell you something. Um, you, you know, when you – when and I don't – listen, I don't turn on this Fox News at 6 o'clock in the morning when I wake up and watch it until 10 o'clock at night. I don't do the same with sports shows. But – the Dolphins appear to have a pretty good football team, and um, they are projected as one of the top three or four or five teams in the NFL. So I think that we certainly are running into um, a formidable opponent. Where do you like to go in Wheat Ridge? What do you what do you do? Where do you where do you check out? Give me a restaurant or two that you enjoy. Well, right down the road on uh, I think it's on 29th. It's not technically in Wheat Ridge, I guess. Wheat Ridge is pretty small up there. Um, right. Rise and Sign Bakery up there. They've got great biscuits and, and great morning drinks and stuff. They're open till 1. Um, that's got to be my favorite place. I can ride my bike down there. It's pretty sweet. And get a smoothie, get a get a muffin, something like that? Yeah. Um, I don't know if they do smoothies, but they do great, like, coffees and teas. And then uh, they've got these incredible biscuits. Biscuits are their thing, so. Rise and Shine Bakery. Yes, sir. And there's one down by uh, Washington Park as I, well. I think. I think it. I think it is it technically in not Wheat Ridge but Lakewood. Um, if anything, it would be Denver actually. Oh, Denver. Okay, here it is. It's to the east of me, so yeah. There might be one in West West Twenty Ninth Ave. Yep, that's the one. Rise and Shine Biscuit Kitchen. Okay, now if you live in Wheat Ridge and the Dolphins win, because I'm only going to take a couple calls here, uh -huh. would you drive to Castle Pines for an, an exceptional meal? I would I would make the trip anywhere for a free meal. I can't I can't deny that I'm a, I will chase a free meal for sure. Okay, well, and it's because since you like to ride your bike to the Rise and Shine, it might be a pretty good ride. All right, we got JD. He's got Miami. We're going to take a break and come back with David and Aurora on the restaurant show. All right, 24 minutes after 10 o'clock here on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. It is Sunday, September 24th. I uh, just got a nice call from J.D., John David, in Wheat Ridge. Um, he selected Miami would win the game today. He likes to go to Rise and Shine. Rise and Shine, he likes to go to the one near Sloan's Lake at 5126 West 29th Ave. Likes to ride his bike on over there. Probably takes his bike for a little loop around the lake. Um, 
They're open from 7 in the morning till 1 in the afternoon. They've got one at 615 Garrison Street, and they have another one at 76 South Penn Street in Denver. Also, they have a biscuit of the day. Today's biscuit is the Herb Goat Cheese Biscuit. All right, so uh, uh, seems like kind of a seems like kind of a fun place. I don't know that I've ever been there. I don't know that I've ever uh, had occasion to get by there. But uh, yeah, a little bit uh, native of Chapel Hill, North Carolina, Seth Rubin decided to open Rise and Shine Biscuit Kitchen and Cafe out of hunger for true Southern buttermilk biscuits like he used to get in in at home. All right, so opened the first one for business on January 1st, 2010, and has been serving some of the best biscuits in town ever since. All right, so let's go to Dave and Aurora. Dave, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me. Uh, thanks, Mike. Really appreciate it. Dave, I know which team you're taking because you understand how the contest works, right? Yes. I'm I'm on my way to church and I'm praying for the blasphemy for JD. <laughs> All right. So would you have if you had been the first caller and had the opportunity to select between Miami and the Broncos, who would you have taken? So this is their turnaround week and the Broncos oh. are going to take this one for for certain. Okay. Well, you sound very you sound very positive. You found, sound very certain. Um, yesterday on my Colorado Oregon contest, you would have been amazed at uh, some of the folks that have consumed the Colorado Kool Aid. Colorado's going to win in a blowout. Colorado's going to beat them by twenty. Colorado, and you know what? We would have liked to have seen a Colorado victory. We would have settled for a single point. All right. So Dave and Aurora, where are a place or two, you know, Aurora is known for having some real variety, some wonderful ethnic restaurants. Where's a place or two in Aurora or anywhere in the metro area you enjoy going? So I like some of the diners. Uh, I like the Moonlight Diner up on Tower Road. I like Rosie's Diner over off of Islip and 225. And then uh, across the street, I like the Black Bear as well. You know, um, God, the Moonlight Diner up there on uh, on Tower Road up near the airport. Boy, remember when there was nothing out there, Dave? I did a show out there. It was funny. It was right after they got 470 open. And I was trying to get out there because I had been on the air in Colorado Springs. And so I said, well, I'll just take that 470. It'll save me some time. And you know, I just went right through the toll booths, and um, at the end, the guy said, well, where's your ticket for the tolls? Remember, it was a different deal back then, and I said, well, I've just been kind of hauling butt trying to get to my broadcast, and he said, well, you're just kind of hauling butt into a bunch of traffic fines for not stopping off and letting them know who you are. So, uh, but I like the Moonlight Diner. I think Rosie's over there, right at, uh, that would be Iliff in 25. Iliff, Is that Iliff correct? and Blackhawk, yeah. Yeah, Iliff right. and Blackhawk, uh-huh. All right, and then right across the street, the Blackbird. I think the, you know, they called me uh, about working with them, and I went out there, I had a nice conversation. Nothing ever came of it, but they do a nice job as well. I, I It sounds to me like you like the, 
good old American stick-to-the-rib cuisine, big portions, fair prices, a lot of value. I like uh, I, I really enjoy breakfast, and, and those are three three fun breakfast places. All right. Well, listen, on your way to church, drive safely, enjoy yourself. Um, when the uh, when the uh, minister gets into the sermon and gets a little windy, hold up your left wrist and point at your watch and say, you know what, we're getting ready to kick off here, Reb. So uh, let's move it along. Can you can you can you do that? I can certainly coach him. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. Thanks for listening to the show, and we'll see what happens. We got your name and phone number, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Have a good day. God bless. All, All right. right. Take care. All right. 303-696-1971. JD and Wheatridge thinks Miami's going to win the game. Dave and Aurora is convinced that the Broncos are going to turn around their season. I saw a post by Gil Whiteley. Gil Whiteley had a restaurant in town for a number of years, Maxfield and Friends, but he really enjoys being on the air. He's done sports shows. Uh, he was at KNUS for a while. And he, uh, on his sports show and on a social media post, said that he predicts the Broncos will go nine and eight. And we all do that. We all take the schedule and we say, well, we got to win this one. We ought to win this one at home. This one's going to be tough on the road. So he predicted nine and eight. He then added the caveat that said, if the ball bounces the right way for them, I can see 11 and six. If it does not bounce the right way for them, I can see six and 11. So right now I would have to say that the ball has not bounced particularly well for the Denver Broncos. Let's hope that that changes today. 303-696-1971. Now I am going to take other calls and everybody that calls will go in a drawing for a nice gift certificate, but my football contest has been all signed up. Speaking of sports, you know, one of the things I, I always get great recommendations from you about things to maybe watch on television. <laughs> it might be a <clears throat> movie, it might be a series, it might be a documentary. Got a call from Fred in Longmont last week, suggested wonders of Mexico. I'm going to talk about that here in just a little while, but I happened to catch one. Um, you know how sometimes when you go to bed, you turn off the television, then the next day, and, and matter of fact, radio stations, you know, you pull into your house and whatever radio station, hopefully it's Salem Broadcasting, is on. That's where it is when you get in the car the next day. Well, I was on the Major League Baseball Network. I think the Major League Baseball Network does a wonderful job. They've got a morning show Monday through Friday called MLB Central. Um, Robert Flores, Lauren Shihadi, and Mark DeRosa. They have other cast members that join them, but they do an excellent job. And, and it's a lot of human interest. It's not just um, X's and O's, as they say in baseball and football. It's not just strikeouts and walks and who won and what's the batting average. I, I mean, it's a very, very good show. Well, I happened to be on, and I turned on at a different time, obviously, 
And there was a documentary called Holy Cow, the Harry Carey story. Harry Carey was the broadcaster for the St. Louis Cardinals for years and years back in the 60s, early 70s. Um, he had a falling out for whatever reason with the Bush company, the Bush family. And he was hired by the Chicago White Sox. The White Sox at the time were owned by Bill Veck, V-E-E-C-K, Veck as in Wreck. And Bill Veck, his father in the 20s had been the president of the Chicago Cubs, longtime baseball family, World War II veteran, lost a leg. Um, anyway, he owned some Major League Baseball teams throughout the years. One of them was the St. Louis Browns. One of them was the Cleveland Indians. And he owned the Chicago White Sox at the time. He hired Harry Carey because he wanted people, when we lived in those more urban environments, coming home from the factory, saying, I think I'll walk over to the ballpark, see what Vex got going on. And um, he was the guy that started the beer specials and the hot dog giveaways and so forth. Um, even back when Major League Baseball thought that that was uh, a little bit too carnival-like for Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball is great baseball. The people don't want to come to watch the baseball. That's fine. Well, we've now seen, as you know, and it doesn't matter where you go, we've got mascots and we've got contests and we've got giveaways and bobbleheads. Anyway, so Vec hired Harry Carey. And after a few years, he was approached to join the Chicago Cubs as the broadcaster. He started the seventh inning sing-along. Take me out to the ball game, throwing Cracker Jacks out of the box and so forth. He was known as the mayor of Rush Street because when the game was over, he didn't go home. He went drinking. So anyway, let's take a quick break. I'll tell you a little bit more about it when we come back. Give me a call if you'd like, 303-696-1971. They play another song. All right, 1039 is the time here on the Restaurant Show. Telling you about a documentary. Um, I would imagine what you would do. Matter of fact, I did it for you. You go to MLB Network, uh, Major League Baseball Network, and uh, just look up the Harry Carey documentary, C-A-R-A-Y. Holy cow, the Harry Carey story. I really enjoyed it, and I don't think that with a lot of these shows, MLB um, Central, Monday through Friday, College Game Day on Saturday morning, ESPN, I don't think you have to be a real dyed-in-the-wool Check the baseball standings every morning. Watch every play of your favorite team playing football to enjoy the shows because they really have some good human interest stuff. And they make some good documentaries. So the Harry Carey documentary takes him through St. Louis to the Chicago White Sox. And, of course, you know, when he went to work for the Chicago Cubs after leaving the South Side, this was almost heresy. And um, But he was a partier and people he was known for having a cooler underneath his broadcast booth 
and um, it was always full of beer. He happened to be a Budweiser guy, a little bit misguided there, but uh, it was a very good documentary. He was mayor of Rush Street. In uh, Rush Street, of course, is where that's party central in Chicago. If you know Chicago at all, that's where some of the wonderful, wonderful bars are down there. The Lodge, open until 4 o'clock in the morning. Been there, done that. Anyway, um, I enjoyed it. And um, if you'd like to see a little bit more about the Harry Carey and how he began to get Bill Murray and uh, people like that to sing along and do the one, two, three, take me out to the ball game. And uh, I, I, I enjoyed it. And hopefully if you get a chance to watch it, you will as well. Getting into <clears throat> another caller, by the way, another caller last week, Marilyn said that she had gone to Max Gill and Grill on South Gaylord Street, just a little bit east of Wash Park, between, <coughs> pardon me, between University Boulevard and Wash Park. And she'd gone to Max Gill and Grill, and we talked about how it used to be Hemingway's, and they still have Reavers over there. Well, she said there's a pizza place on the corner. So I happened to be over in that neighborhood this week. I parked my car and just walked around Gaylord. I'm going to share some of those thoughts with you. Uh, the pizza place is called Homegrown. And um, I really, Homegrown Tap and Dough. I really enjoyed it. I really liked the atmosphere. It really felt like old Denver. Uh, I'll share that with you. But first, I want to get into another TV show that a listener in Longmont recommended. He called up and told me that PBS has a series called Wonders of Mexico. And I brought up PBS. Apparently, I, I don't know. If I, I guess I get PBS as part of my cable package. But the shows that I wanted to watch, Wonders of Mexico, I had to pay a fee. I don't know if that's fairly standard. But at any rate, the one that he suggested was, and there, by the way, there's only three episodes. Now, I don't know if that means that more episodes are coming down the pike. But the one that I wanted to see, the one that he suggested is called Forest of the Maya. Mayan Indians, of course, Mayan people, they are um, indigenous to the Yucatan Peninsula, where I have spent considerable time. Uh, when we take baseball equipment down to the Yucatan, we generally go out to Mayan villages because they're generally pretty poor. They Most of them speak Spanish. Um, although most of the villages speak Mayan, they've got certain ways of preparing their food. There used to be 13 million Mayans on the Yucatan Peninsula. There's now around a million, a little less than a million. Um, like I said, they speak Mayan or they speak a language, a, a dialect called Yucatec. Yucatec Mayan. Um, but this show was really very good. And when you get into these documentaries about Tales of Zambia, I had told you about that. That was a, what was that, two seasons, three seasons, 10 episodes about the animals and the rainy season and the dry season and how they survive. And it, it was absolutely tremendous. I like shows like that. I feel like I'm learning something. But 
forest of the bias was, you know, when you fly into the Yucatan, when you fly into Cancun, you look out the window and it's just green, green, green. And you say, well, how can that be? There's no rivers on the Yucatan. All the water flows underground in cenotes. And cenotes are, and, and, and it's derived from a Mayan word, cenotes, which is underground rivers. And there's something like 350 miles of these underground cenotes. Maybe you've gone to Cancun on vacation and you've gone to Shellha or Ishkaret or some of those places where you put on your fins and your snorkel and you swim down through the um, caverns and, you, you know, you take the tourist bus and then when you get off, they take you for a Mayan meal, something like this. If you get away from that and you get into some of these cenotes, it's really, really something that supplies the water for the Yucatan, and that determines generally where the villages, where the towns would go, because obviously if you're going to have a town, you need a water source of some kind. But it was very, very good. It was very enjoyable. Uh, PBS charged me $2.99. Uh, I would say it was well worth it. I thought that uh, the recommendation was very good. I don't know if I'm going to watch the other two episodes or not. Um, to be perfectly honest with you, I was looking specifically for The Forest of the Maya, and I don't even remember what the other two episodes are about. And that prompted me, when talking about the Yucatan and the Mayan people and the way they prepare their food, you know, I just got back from Cancun. And took a bunch of baseball equipment that you gave me. Well, we started baseball programs in three villages. Uh, Mike Worm from Granelli's Pizza gave up a day from his vacation to go with me. Uh, we met with some local people. We got this all done. But they prepared us meals. The Mayans believe in preparing most of their meals underground. They will, they'll wrap it in leaves, they'll have these hot boxes, but they bury it in the ground, and that's how it stays so moist. And the style of cooking is called pibil, P-I-B-I-L. And uh, so I thought, well, I'm going to check out this other show that my daughter recommended called Searching for Mexico by with Eva Longoria, Eva Longoria, the actress. And one of the episodes is called Foods of the Yucatan. And it shows how they use a lot of pork, how they cook it underground. One of the dishes that we had, and I'll tie this in very nicely with My Neighbor Felix and some of the food that they serve at My Neighbor Felix restaurants. We were out in the village and they said, we're gonna serve you some Mayan delicacies. All right. Well, I can imagine that there are some of you <clears throat> that maybe get a little nervous about that. I, you know, it's kind of like, remember your mother told you that when you're invited to somebody's house for lunch or dinner, you're out playing with your buddies and she calls you in and says, I put lunch on the table for you. What did she teach you? You eat it, and you just say, oh, boy, this is really nice. Thank you, Mrs. Jones. I really appreciate your preparing this. Well, we're way the heck out there, and one of the dishes that was prepared 
was Pakchuk. That's the way it's pronounced. P-O-C-C-H-U-C. And it's a Mexican dish of meat, usually pork. It's prepared in a citrus marinade cooked over the grill after it's been cooked in the ground. It's served with rice, pickled onions, refried beans, avocado. It's one of the signature dishes of the Yucatan. So when I was in my neighbor Felix last week, I looked at the menu because they serve the dishes of the seven regions of Mexico. Let me tell you a little bit about a couple of them. The one that I chose to have was cochinita, Pibil, P-I-B-I-L, slow-braised pork, citrus cabbage, red onions, cilantro. Obviously, it's not prepared in the ground. But when I was talking to the server, I said, do you know what that means? And she said, no. I said, well, ask your chef if he knows what it means. And she immediately came back and said, yeah, it means that he's prepared. it's prepared in the ground. Obviously, we don't do that. But I, I, I wanted to kind of bring it full circle. So whether you want to watch Searching for Mexico by Eva Longoria for free, Wonders of Mexico on PBS for $2.99, Forest of the Maya, or go to My Neighbor Felix and enjoy some of the foods of Mexico, the seven regions of Mexico, <clears throat> I thought that it might be fun for you. They've got things like it. Uh, they've got a chicken burrito, and they've got a pan-seared Atlantic salmon, uh, Pacifica grilled shrimp. But they've got some really unique dishes at uh, My Neighbor Felix that you might just enjoy. All right, 303-696-1971. I really appreciate Fred and Longmont turning me on to Wonders of Mexico. 303-696-1971. We'll be back on The Restaurant Show. The day All right, 1054, a little Harry Chapin, a little Cat in the Cradle. Let's go to Jim in Centennial, 303-696-1971. Good morning, Jim. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm having a great day. What's going on with you, sir? Well, not too much. I'm just getting ready for a fishing trip to go up to Wyoming, getting my RV ready today, and uh, all good. What are you going to do up in Wyoming? I'm going to be fishing um, on the Wind River, fly fishing okay. for uh, rainbow and brown trout. All right. Do you do that often? I try to get up there a couple times a year, um, but I fish often in Colorado. Just uh, got off the Arkansas. Where's the Wind River? Where's the Wind River? So the section that I fish um, runs north out of uh, Boysen Reservoir. Um, and it's kind of in like the uh, central west part of Wyoming. And uh, it's a long ways from anywhere, but it runs north and then runs up to the town of Thermopolis. And in Thermopolis, it turns into the Bighorn River and uh, continues to flow from there. Do you ever read C.J. Box? Yeah, I've read him uh, quite a bit. I think I've read most of his books. Very good. I just, I just stumbled on one. Um, and it's called three weeks to say goodbye. And it's not okay. your Joe, it's not your Joe Pickett. And it's not even Joe Pickett is for listeners. Joe Pickett is 
C.J. Box's primary character. He's a Wyoming game warden, but right. he's also got a female detective up in Montana, Cassie Duell, I believe is her name. I'm doing this off the top of my head. But he also just writes a book here, a book there that are standalones. And I stumbled on one called Three Weeks to Say Goodbye. And um, as soon as I get done with my John Sanford book, uh, I'm enjoying it. That might be something for you. And and I just brought it up on, uh, I think I brought it up on Kindle Unlimited, brought it up on my iPad. Usually I like to have a book, but that might be something for you to take along. When you catch some of these fish, do you just cook them up that day and enjoy a meal? No, I do all catch and release fishing. Oh, okay. I right. catch a sporadic walleye here or there. I'll, I'll eat the walleye, but... Uh, Trouts are like my cousins. I let them all go. Where do you like to go? Where do you like to go in Centennial for a meal? Um, let's see. Few House is always good. Um, yeah. I was just at the View House last Wednesday. We had our book club meeting there, and I had the fish and chips. I had the French onion soup. Uh, I think the View House does a wonderful job with their food. Yeah, I think they do too. Um, and you know, talking right. about CJ Box, I also just got done watching the uh, Joe Pickett TV series, which I think is uh, is pretty well done. How many? You know, I haven't gotten into it because I'm sometimes a little bit afraid that, you know, whether it was Bosch or Reacher or Suits. If I find something I like, the next thing you know, I'm up at three o'clock in the morning watching it. Um, <laughs> I haven't I haven't gotten into the. Uh, C.J. Box, Joe Pickett. How many seasons is it, uh, Jim? I think they just finished the third series, the third season. Okay, and maybe in about 10 episodes each, probably? Right, yeah. Okay, all right. Well, listen, would you like to be in a contest? If I draw your name, I'll, I'll give you a, we'll get your mailing address, and I'll send you a gift certificate? Sure, sounds great. Have you ever called the show before? No, I have not. Well, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll put you on hold, and we'll send you a gift certificate. We will reel you in, okay? Thank you so much. I love Wy I love Wyoming, but you know what? I just don't think I could get through a winter up there. Um, I, I, well, that are not and, as bad as you think. Well, and that's what people listen. That's what people in Alaska tell me. Oh, you know, it's not so bad. Um, I don't know. Uh, I know we have winters here, but I'm getting, scenario, I'm getting to the. I'm getting I was going to say, a little bit different scenario because you never see the sun up there in in the wintertime. Well, that's 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 true too. But I I I think my life's goal, Jim, is to put a snow shovel in the back of my truck and drive south <laughs> until somebody says, "What's that?" And that's where I'm stopping. All right, not a bad idea. All right, buddy. Drive safe. All right. Thanks for listening to the show. We'll get this in the mail. It'll be waiting for you when you get back. Put him on hold, uh, Lewis, and let's make sure we get his mailing address. All right. 303-696-1971. Let's do this. In the next hour, we already had our Bronco Dolphin contest. In the next hour, anybody that wants to call in, I've got some nice gift certificates and uh, figuring out where you live. We'll get something in your hand that uh, you can go out and have a nice meal on me and that particular establishment. Okay? So give me a call in the next hour. 303-696-1971. Five minutes of local and national news. I'm going to make myself a smoothie, and we'll be back with another hour of the restaurant show.